Have you ever wondered what makes bodies tick? Are you creating the sexual reality you desire and require? Would you like to know more about what else is possible with bodies? What if your fantasies are not as strange as you thought they were? What if you could learn to be kinder to your body and kinder to others' bodies? Would you like to create confidence in the bedroom and beyond? How has your sex life, or lack of it, affected other areas of your life? Have you lost your mojo and wondered where to find it? Everyone has the potency to be a sexual superhero. Get ready to listen, sense, and play with the sexualness that is you. Now, here is the host of The Pleasure Zone, Body Whisperer, Melitza Yelenich. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Pleasure Zone. I'm your host, Melitza Yelenich. For those of you who are brand spanking new to this show, I'll just give you a little bio-brief background on myself. Um, I've studied different types of body work and energy work for years. Um, and in university, I had this like sort of interest, I guess you could say, in um, all things unusual that I could possibly study in psychology and sociology, which led me to a lot of classes that had a lot to do with uh, women's studies, um, stuff to do with uh, sex, actually, and the history of all kinds of uh, interesting things um, about sexuality. So I've kind of had an interest in this topic uh, all my life. It's just uh, in the last year and a half, I've got to speak to you guys all about it. So I would really like to invite you on this show to look at something that's completely different um, than maybe anything you've ever heard about uh, in your life regarding love, lust, and gratitude. That's our topic today. My guest today is a super good friend of mine, and she's also one of my producers. She's a CFMW for those who don't know what that is. It's a certified mir- fucking miracle worker. That She's one of those CFM <laughs> miracle, yeah, MW. <laughs> she does that. <laughs> She is. She's gonna. She's here today because on the weekend we were playing uh, with a whole bunch of ideas that came up in our lives, and uh, just out of the blue, this topic of love and lust and gratitude and what the difference is um, just kind of jumped up, and we, I thought, Christine, like, want to come play with me on that? And whenever I'm like, Christine, you want? And I don't even get the sentence out. She's like, Yes. Usually don't even have to say it. I'd be like, Christine, you ready to heist a bank? And she'd be like halfway through the sentence, yes, whatever it is, I'm doing it with you. (laughs) And I love that about you. (laughs) Do you want to? I love that about me too. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for inviting me, darling. Oh, I love having you on. I haven't had you on for so long. Christine's like usually on the radio uh, all the time. She's like producing people and on other people's radio shows on her own radio show called Inspired Choices. Um, so today, for those of you listening, what is it that drew you to this Love, Lust, and Gratitude show? Um, Christine, like what is it for you that, you know, when I asked you about this one, you were like, yes, let's talk about this. Well, I think... Uh, what drew me in was the oh my god I can't even get the real words of it it's the uh, difference of these words the, the the they're they're so incredibly different but they get lumped all together all the time and they're massively confused and create such um, insanity in people's lives 
And you know that I've done that brilliantly as well in my own life. And and I think it's a conversation that, you know, we're just going to start to peel the surface of, of it off on this show. But I think it's a pretty thick conversation that a lot of people maybe don't even realize that they're um, they're missing out on something or they're missing out on a, on a really big piece that could change their relationships with their lovers and the people that they desire to be with. Yeah, what yeah, what difference can that make? And even, you know, people talk a lot about do what you love. And I'm looking at this, like, even our title, right? Love, Lust, and Gratitude. So if you do what you love or you do what you lust or you do what you have gratitude for, um, there's a lot of difference right there even mm. uh, in the expectation and the projection and the conclusions that we have about what that's going to turn out like. Um, you know, if you do what you love, you're supposed to have amazing joy in your life, right? If mm-hmm. you do what you lust, what's going to show up? Like, how long does that last for? And if right. you do who you lust after, how long is that going to last for? <laughs> It's like, how long-lasting is that energy? Is it like a... So, yeah, just to look at the energies of that, which one has... um, Which one actually feeds more into possibilities? You know, does love feed possibilities? Does lust feed it? Does gratitude feed it? Which one feeds possibilities for you? And which one um, actually brings you to opportunities rather than possibilities? In life, in love, in, uh, in your lovers, all of that. So, in your body, in your body, yeah, right. How much of us? How many of us have have, um, have had lust for having our body a certain way, and we will go insane to create it? You know, like this hot and heavy of about anything. With I mean, lust is is nearly like the the hot and heavy, right? Yeah. So we get we get hot and heavy about another person. We get hot and heavy about a business idea. We get hot and heavy about our bodies being a certain way, and that energy peters out. It's kind of like having a heart on. It goes away kind of quick. Totally. And when we are loving something, enjoying something, savoring something, and initially adding gratitude for something, that is the energy for me of possibilities. Of, of something that can can create, really get a creation energy on its own. Absolutely. So, you know me, and just for fun, I thought I'd look up the word <laughs> lust. I love like, that you do that. So, and it changed a lot over the last few centuries. So, in Old English, lust actually uh, comes out as desire, appetite, and pleasure sensuous appetite I think that's interesting that it actually is uh, I haven't really used it in the context of um, that it can be also an appetite you know and it's something that I I only ever really associate appetite with food it's not something I consider like an appetite for business or an appetite for Mm -hmm. I wonder what what other ways we're having appetites in our life but then we're looking at it and kind of going food it equals food and then really what is it our bodies are actually like lusting after or having an appetite for that we weren't aware of and so instead we're like food it equals food <laughs> so do you um do you have the uh, 
definition for appetite, the original definition for appetite? Yeah, let me look that up, too. That would be very, very cool. Yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting how how um, even the word lust, how it kind of throws some people into a, <laughs> a bit of a spin. Mm-hmm. Um, and yet we all do it. We all see something like we see a hot car. I can remember when I was really young, I wanted a Lamborghini, right? Okay. I didn't really desire a Lamborghini. Like truth be told, <laughs> it was, I was lusting after that it was a sexy, hot, holy shit. Nobody has it. That would be amazing. How many people would just be like drooling lust energy over the Lamborghini? I didn't really desire a Lamborghini. <laughs> And all the uh, gas that you'd have to pay for with it and <laughs> all the insurance on top. The, the insurance. Oh, my God, the insurance. <laughs> no, I don't lust after the insurance, just after the vehicle. I just yeah. want to use the front seat of that vehicle because it doesn't have a back seat. I just want to use the front seat for some fun, just for a few nights in reality. And then I want to <laughs> give it up and all the payments with it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So appetite. So I did look it up. Um, appetite okay. uh, means directly from the 13th century craving for food. Though it's interesting that they put it in line with the last one, and then it later from French is also desire and eagerness. Hmm. So that's it's all curious to me how we've um, so the the lust word itself you know has this great meaning with appetite, and at the same time we've turned it only into something as a desire for bodies. And appetite is only a desire for food. So, yeah, what if we actually do have this uh, more of this appetite for joy? Um, and how much do our bodies actually have that appetite for joy? And then when we feed it that, that it's so grateful that it creates more of it. So even if that energy of lust, even if it's sort of a, a waning thing, or it's, it's, it comes in really fast, right? It's like the shooting energy comes in, uh, you get all fired up, and then it usually fades really quickly. But what if we take that energy and, and we feed it? So if we mm. feed the lust, so if you feed the appetite for, say, um, movement, and your body's like, yes, yes, please movement, and your body's really enjoying the movement, uh, and then your body has the gratitude for that, how much more um how much more ease and joy can your body have when you're you, you know if it's got an appetite for something and you feed what it's asking for mhm so we have a question in our chat room it says so i wonder if you're allowing the energy of desire to really be dominant in the way you are playing with lust so oh, faith had so a question, question earlier yes. yes yeah is that an awareness of the lust energy or a judgment of it I find it to be long-lasting, and I let it build into a creative force. Okay, so I'm somewhere lost in that. <laughs> Usually, I don't get so lost. So I, I think she was responding. I think she was responding to what I was talking about about lust being, uh, you know, the hot and heavy. Yeah. And and so she said, is that an awareness of the lust energy or a judgment? Well, it's it's a judgment. It's 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 definitely my point of view and what I have. I have observed. Um, I love what you're saying, uh, Melissa, about feeding that energy. Um, it, it reminds me of a saying my mother used to tease me all the time. She, she would say, you know when you get turned on and you, you started to like a boy when you were young? 
Mm-hmm. My my mom would say, because you wanted to always talk to them and see them and all that stuff. My mom would go, too thick, don't stick. You know, it's like, <laughs> that, and I would say to her, well, too thin will run. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> but I love what you're saying about feeding that energy. And how many people out there lusted after someone and maybe they chose to marry that person and then it did start to dissipate. And and what if we were able to start feeding that that relationship, feeding that communion with each other, and how can we take that same model and put it over to our creations, put it over to to anything that we are desiring to have more of and more gratitude and more creation of? Absolutely. It's like if you took that, like your mom's saying, right, to you know the the but the running right. Um, no, I said too thin will run. No. Yeah, too thin I, will I, run, I, and she's like too yeah. thick will stick. Won't stick. Won't stick. Okay, and it's funny because I get it as the exact opposite. It's like if we actually acknowledge the energy that's there, like you were saying, like if we actually acknowledge it too, um, play with it, utilize it. I think. So I think what actually happens with people, this is my point of view, and it could be an awareness, is that when people are doing lust, um, they're contorting it. They're contorting the energy. So they're not they're not actually being the joy of lusting. They're trying to like simultaneously not do it. Like, I want you, but I don't want you because I want you to want me first. So they're actually totally avoiding what's true for them. And if they were to totally be that and step into it and step into the lust and like and have and be aware that they actually have total control over it rather than it having control over them. Mm. So having the, you know, being dominant over the lust and utilizing it and going, Mm. yeah, I own this lust. This is mine and I own it and I'm working it and I'm going to get what I desire with it. (laughs) That is some yummy energy. Thank you, Melissa. You're welcome. So what if we can own our lust? Like how much fun. So is there something in um, in your life in the world that you actually lust after right now that you're playing the game of no, 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 no. It's got to come to me. Even if it's like clients. No, no, no. They need to come to me. I'm not going to advertise. They should know I rock the planet. Everybody should know how awesome I am. And if they don't acknowledge it, well, then forget it. Um, instead of actually going, actually, I desire clients, and I'm going to let the whole world know that I desire clients. I desire having clients 20 hours a day because four hours of sleep is fun for me. So I desire that. Bring it to me, planet. Bring it to me, universe. Like, how much fun can that be? And I actually get really excited wow. with the energy of, like, wow, I could play with bodies for 20 hours a day. Like, that is so fun for me. I Would I even require sleep? I don't know. It's that I haven't actually um, chosen that yet, stepped into it, and lusted after it so much and fed that lust and that appetite so much that actually keeps that energy going. Like if, you're, if your body is, is starving for minerals and you're like, no, today you have water, you can fast. I'm sorry, you cannot have that mineral that you would like. And your body's screaming at you for the mineral. When you finally give it to your body, how how much joy does it have? And it's like, yeah, 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 let's do more now. I'll do whatever you want because you just gave me, you just gave me what I asked for. I could do anything now. You know, uh, my body will do so many things for me when I just give it even like a smidge of what it's asking for. So what if I gave more, more of what it's asking for? 
Nice. Whoo! I think we're, we it's break time. <laughs> okay, it's break time. Let's go with that. We can dominate lust when we come back from break. How's it getting better than that? Many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose. Would you be willing to explore what has already been introduced as sexual practices on this planet? What else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? Taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation. By tuning into The Pleasure Zone radio show with body whisperer Melitza Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melitza every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on A2Zen.fm. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a Bars session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a Bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? What does optimal cell health mean? And how can you create it? Pulsed electromagnetic field therapy by Swiss Bionics can improve your well-being in every area of your life. The PEMF mat stimulates cells to move and create space between cells for optimal cell function. How does it get better than that? Use two to three times per day for eight minutes will improve circulation and immune function. Cell metabolism and repair begins and mobility also will increase. Do you desire better health? If you're interested or would like a session, call 613-473-3805 or in Toronto. Call or text 416-253-1617. Monthly rentals start at only $300 per month. Is now the time to choose Optimal Cell Health? This is The Pleasure Zone with body whisperer Melitza Yelenich. To participate in the program today, please call us in the U.S. Call 815-880-8255-TALK or Canada 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at a2zen.fm. You can also make the choice to ask for comment by email by sending to Melitza at melitzayelenich.com. Now, back to the program. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Pleasure Zone. I'm your host, Milica Jelanić, and tonight my guest is Christine McIver, and we're talking love, lust, and gratitude, and what is the difference? So I'm wondering, like, there's some stuff, you know, about love that kind of comes up for me, too, so I wanted to look that up. 
And it's interesting because in so many other countries, like, for example, Greece, there are so many um, meanings of love that it's really, really clear when a person says uh, that they have love for you, what kind of love they have for you, whether it's filial love, uh, whether it's something that's like lover love or like you're very, very clear about what that um how what kind of love they have for you. Uh in English we have so many um of our own projections onto love that it's like what the heck does it even mean? Like we have so many points of view about it that are mm-hmm. actually not even in the dictionary. Like in the dictionary it means cherish, delight in, or approve. And yet like yeah, what does so love different. mean? Yeah, like what does love mean to you, Christine? Like when somebody says, I love you, like if, if your daughter says it, if I say it, if a lover says it, like how many well, connotations does it have? Yeah. Well, first of all, there's I mean, you and I talk about this all the time. There's an energy with words, right? Mm-hmm. So every every word has its original energy. But I also there is I find with the word love, very much so in this reality, there's a projection that is sent uh, with the energy of the word love. So, I mean, I know my daughter is listening right now, and I, I do adore her, and I love her, and I know that sometimes she'll say, you know, Mom, I love you, which means I want something. Or, well, I love you, like, why are you doing this, expectation. Or sometimes it's just like, I love you. And it's got the energy of gratitude. But so many times the word love in my reality and in many people's reality has been from a place of expectation. If you love me, you will do this. If you love me, now you're going to follow through on what your role is. You know, you know all of that. Um, and how many people really don't understand when they're saying the word love to someone, yeah, it's like like Keisha says, it's a loaded word. How many people, Melissa, when they say the word love, they don't even know what they're saying? So many times, right? Right? Like they're spinning. Like how distracted are they feeling in the word love? Way distracted. And it's funny because I, I just wrote you a message about that. Like the, the the energy of it is so distracting that I, I actually feel distracted today. Right. Which is unusual. Like I'm, I usually I'm pretty uh, not distracted on the show. And today it's like the energy of this love lust thing is like I'm I'm like totally distracted. And how much do those energies distract the crap out of us all the time? Well, we have exactly. We have so many freaking conclusions around what the word love means, around what the word lust means, we don't know whether we're coming or going. It's really interesting because I love what Faith was saying in the chat room because my whole energy, my whole perception of the word lust and love has flipped just from this show. So I'm grateful, Faith, for your contributions and Melissa for having me on the show today. to, To be able to feed the lust, to be able to feed the energy of lust, and not from a lust of, oh, I want you, but a lust of, that's yummy to me. I desire that. And to feed that energy, it can bubble and grow and expand. The To feed the energy of love in these 10 seconds feels like expectation. Yeah, right? 
It does. Totally. When I say the word, when you say to me, Christine, I love you, I get the energy from you of gratitude. And I think that's the piece that if we could begin to invite the listeners to shift over to the energy of gratitude. And what are you grateful for in this moment with this person? You know, I have a lover and oftentimes I'm looking at this and I get the energy of the words that want to come out of my mouth, I love you, and I don't because what it really is is it's gratitude. I adore you. I'm grateful for you. And there's so much more... um, There's so much more uh, to chew on, as it were, uh, with the word gratitude. There is. And even if somebody says to me that they find my, uh, that that I make them horny or something, I'm like, oh, I can receive that. And if you tell me you love me, I'm like, what do you want? (laughs) What exactly do you want from me? Unless I know that there's the energy of gratitude behind it, I'm looking for what does that actually mean to you? that you love me? Do you require mm-hmm. money from me? Do you require my time? Do you want to use me? Like, what is it? And it, But when there is love and it equals gratitude, it's a completely different, like I receive it completely different. And it's mm-hmm. taken me a while to actually be able to receive gratitude because I had it so mixed up. And right. even my body so, was like not receiving it, you know, even during copulation, my body couldn't receive the the joy of the gratitude of the person. It was more like, what is this? And my back would get all up and not be like, what do they want from me? What more do they want from me? Have I performed? You know, like there's a lot, there was a lot attached to it. Right. So can we do a clearing around this? Let's. <laughs> so everywhere that you have misidentified and misapplied what lust is and what lust isn't, what love is and what love isn't, and you have eliminated gratitude from the creation of everything you desire and require for you, your body, your bank account, and your creations, can we please destroy and uncreate all of that times a godzillion? Hell yeah. Right, wrong, good, bad, pock, pot, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. So what would it take for people to start really tapping into that's light or that's heavy? Because the energy of gratitude, when we say the word gratitude, it's light. It it's so much lighter, and it's for me. It's like gratitude equals even something greater than that's being presented in that ten seconds. Like I'm grateful for you. To all to mean also says I include you in my life. I include you in all the possibilities of my life. I include you in my future and the planet's future. Like to me, when somebody says that they're grateful for me that I'm so included in everything about everything that they're going to have. When they love me, it's kind of like in that moment. Um, I love what you just did. You know, thanks for washing the floors. I love you. <laughs> or something. Yeah, when yeah, do it from, again. Do it again next week. Same time, same place. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It, it make it a little sparklier. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, how many how many people don't, understand the energy of gratitude because they they've not been taught it and they don't have it for themselves yeah it's it's really it's a confusing one and when i first started doing access and i switched from saying to my daughter all the time i love you i love you i love you even as like a two and three year old she would go yeah i know 
(laughs) Yeah, yeah, get over it. Yeah, get away from me because you just play Barbies for cripes sake. (laughs) Don't tell me you love me. I don't need to hear it. Blah. Show me (laughs) something. Let's do something together, right? And I wasn't hearing um, with her. I wasn't hearing how she receives love. And for her, it's time. Time with me is like... For right. her, like precious, and that's not true for everybody, but it is true for her. For oh, me, I it's think like, it's true for a lot of people, Melissa, and I don't is. think that people look at that. Yeah, so time together can be like a real. For me, it's like um, I feel immense amount of love when my lover takes out the garbage uh, or makes the bed. For me, it's like, wow, you actually love me. He just, like, did something for me that I would normally have to do that if I didn't, you know, that he's just, like, taking care of things for me so that I can go do other things. For me, that's like, wow, you love me. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So love, yeah. and it can show up so different for people. And for some people, it's like getting gifts. And if they don't get gifts, they don't think they're loved. Yeah, and the the other thing with the word love, and I know we've got a lot of things going on in the chat room. You should come and play. It is N.F.M. <laughs> Um, for me, a lot of people use the word love very flippantly. And mm-hmm. we don't look each other in the eyes. We don't, uh, you know, we throw around hearts and L-U-V and all of that. So um, we've, we've watered down the original energy of the word love in this reality to the point that it means jack shit. But the so energy... If- uh, go ahead. I like that you said like not even looking the people in the eye, and that just made me wonder: what if we got really present with with the energy of what love was originally um, created for, and we got really, really present with it? Could we actually um, bring more of that, whatever that was, now into this timeline, into this reality, so that we can actually have that again, whatever it was? Or are we? Is it time to recreate something completely different, or something else? Mm, that's light. Cool. So whatever that is, shall we recreate something else? <laughs> what is yeah. it? I wonder. Yeah, let's... And is it like nonverbal? Yeah. I. I. You know, just when you were you were asking about recreating the energy of love, I, and and connecting, just just tapping into to being that energy started to change it for me. Cool. So just as a fun experiment when we come back from break, let's do like a little exercise with everyone on um, being present with love, just for fun. Nice. Cool. All right. Just for shits and giggles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose. Would you be willing to explore what has already been introduced as sexual practices on this planet? What else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? Taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation. By tuning into The Pleasure Zone radio show, with body whisperer Melitza Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melitza every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 
7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on A2Zen.fm. What does optimal cell health mean, and how can you create it? Pulsed electromagnetic field therapy by Swiss Bionics can improve your well-being in every area of your life. The PEMF mat stimulates cells to move and create space between cells for optimal cell function. How does it get better than that? Use two to three times per day for eight minutes will improve circulation and immune function. Cell metabolism and repair begins, and mobility also will increase. Do you desire better health? If you're interested or would like a session, call 613-473-3805 or in Toronto. Call or text 416-253-1617. Monthly rentals start at only $300 per month. Is now the time to choose Optimal Cell Health? What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? This is The Pleasure Zone with body whisperer Melitza Yelenich. To participate in the program today, please call us in the U.S. Call 815-880-8255-TALK or Canada 613-800-8736 or you can Skype us at A2Zen.fm. You can also make the choice to ask for comment by email by sending to Melitza at MelitzaYelenich.com. Now back to the program. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Pleasure Zone. I'm your host, Amelia Yelnich, and my guest and good friend, Christine McIver, is on with me today. And we're talking love, lust, and gratitude. Uh, just before we went to break, I just had a question about whether we could uh, kind of bring the energy of what the love was originally created for, that word that that we use so flippantly all the time and toss out there just like we do Kleenexes after they're used. Like, we use it a lot. Um, what if we could actually bring the energy of that back to life so that when we use that word and uh, now that it actually has an expansive quality about it and was it intended to have, you know, was it created to have an expansive quality? I get that it was. Uh, so mm-hmm. what if we have it be that again instead of this kind of blech that it is? So I'm going to create this on the fly. So if you want to co-create with me, Christine, we're going to co-create this one on the fly. Let's do it, darling. Awesome. So <laughs> if time is irrelevant, which, you know, time is not relevant, let's look at, like, tapping into the energy of love at the time of its creation, of the word, time of the word was created, the time that we started using it, where it was actually 
um, in line with gratitude, gifting to the universe, gifting to each other, the way that it was a contribution to everyone and that every time you would say it, it would actually light up their life and light up your life and would continually light up everything around feeding everything and actually allowing it to expand and grow. So let's tap into the energy of that from when it was created. And the words, I don't even have to describe it. But that energy that we're all aware of, that love could be, that love was, that we sort of diluted it. Let's tap into the undiluted, totally concentrated, totally expansively concentrated energy of love. Let's tap into that. Mm-hmm. And just like notice your feet on the floor, notice your bum in the chair or lying down, your back against a wall or against the chair. And be really present with it. Have your eyes open in a space. If you can look at yourself, if you can look at something in the room that you're in, in the space that you're in, a tree, a leaf, uh, whatever, and just be present with something there, just really looking at it so you're not drifting off somewhere in la-la land. Be present, and be present with the energy of love that is love. Cool, and let's just, like, receive that. Receive that energy more and watch it expand and watch it expand more and more and more and more and more and more. Expand throughout all the ages, throughout history, Um, throughout the past, the present, the future, so that it's all-encompassing, all timelines. And everywhere that we, we, anybody listening now and in the future, contributed to making it smaller or contributed to somehow distorting it and contorting it, we now just try and uncreate all that times the Godzillion, right, wrong, get back, bottle nine, shorts, boys and beyonds. And everywhere we, we used love as a weapon, can we destroy and get all that times a godzillion? Right, wrong, good, bad, pock, bottle, nine, shorts, boys, and bones. Wow. Ooh, it's charged up my... Oh. Yeah. Everywhere we use love as a weapon, we just try and create all that times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, pock, bottle, nine, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Whether it was a weapon against ourselves or others, everywhere where you are using love as a weapon against yourself, on love as a weapon against others. Will you destroy and uncreate all that types of Godzillion? Right, right, yes. good, bad, pug, bottle, nine, shorts, boys, and beyond. And everywhere that we're using love as a manipulation tool to get people to love us because we don't love ourselves, can we destroy and uncreate all that times of Godzillion? Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pug, bottle, nine, shorts, boys, and beyonds. <laughs> so how much is love actually being used as the tool for manipulating people into doing something they do not wish to do. Now, in Access, we talk about manipulating from the energy of contribution. But Mm -hmm. most people, when they hear the word manipulation, they get the energy of um, force trickery. Yes. And... I get that when we're using the word love a lot of the time in this reality, it's from that energy of force and trickery. I get you on that. Breathing you loud and clear. (laughs) 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 Yeah. So that is like where we have not been willing to use the kindness of the possibility of kindness and manipulation through love. Yes. So everywhere... Absolutely, right, wrong, good, bad, pock, bottle, main, shorts, boys, and beyond. How much of this force and trickery with love is coming from the space of self-judgment? Yeah. 
we've bought into this reality that we have to um, protect ourselves. We have to, um, you know, people, everybody's out for themselves. Um, we have to, you know, jump through hoops in order to get what we want. And so we're using, we're trying to use force and trickery. And one of the things that people have started to do is use the word love from that energy of force and trickery, where, where when you really boil it down, it comes down to the fact that we have this massive self-judgment going on that we don't believe that we deserve something, that we can have something, or we can receive something. So all of the places and spaces where you're not willing to receive the energy of gratitude, love, kindness, and generosity from yourself and from all of those around you, from the universe, from the the environment from the earth. Can we now destroy and create all of that? Times a godzillion. Right, wrong, yeah. good, bad. Talk pot online, shorts, boys, and beyond. Petrina says, family love equals obligation, guilt. Wow, I wonder how many lifetimes I was the perpetrator of that since I have such enormous resistance to it. Hey, you, me, and everybody else on this call, Petrina. <laughs> like we were the perpetrators, the creators, the sellers, the buyers. Uh, of all of that, you know, hey, they're my family or I'm part of your family or you're my mom or you're my daughter or you're my son or you're my dad, you know, fuck all of the expectations attached to all that shit. Let's just try to create all that. That's right. Wrong, good, bad, pockpot online, shirts, boys and beyond. So if you don't know what we're talking about, you maybe want to check out theclearingstatement.com or accessconscious.com for a lot more on this, but holy moly, girl, we've just started to unlock some pretty big stuff here. Yeah. There was something else Petrina mentioned about um, when she would say, I love you to her mom, and then her mom would say, I love you more, uh, that she felt mm, like her love was smaller than her mother's because she was mom. So, of course, she loved more than she could, than Petrina could ever possibly love because she was just a little kid. Oh, wow. How How wow. much is that true for so many so many people and also it's like is love a freaking competition i love you no i love you more i love you five million no i love you a hundred million i no, love you, I love you till the act. end of i love you i love to death and I now i'm gonna you kill to you death. <laughs> and they and family members usually do <laughs> yeah and they're standing there too with, with like you know a double-edged sword in hand ready to both slash your neck and their own simultaneously because they love you to death and they love themselves to death too <laughs> it's craziness wow. loving you to death everywhere you love people to death and it made the potion that would kill them if they didn't love you to death <laughs> you just try and uncreate all that times just wondering who listening was actually the creator of the love potions that failed and now they're like fuck gotta find the love potion fuck, love potion number where nine where are you Potion number nine. Potion number nine. Love potion number really, ten's better. <laughs> <laughs> I am really grateful for this this conversation. Uh, it's crazy. It is crazy shit. And I would love to talk more about gratitude um, if if we could after the next break, Melissa. Because oh yeah, the right. energy of gratitude and you and I have talked about this so many times, especially when I hit a wall and. I just love the contribution that you've been with me and with so many other people around the and you 
you, in my, this is my interesting point of view, you emanate gratitude in such a different way than so many other people. You are extremely present. And I think that's, that's the contribution that gratitude can be is, is presence. Thank you so much, which is so funny because today is one of those days for like the first 20 minutes of the show. I was like, what the fuck? What's going on with me? I feel really unpresent. And it was so much about the energy of how people really do jump out of their, like totally out of their bodies on these discussions about love, lust, and gratitude. Like, (gasps) what does it mean to me? So before we go to break, here are some quickies. What does love mean to you and what do you mean to love? And when we come back from break... I'll just let you stew in that for a few minutes. When we come back from break, we're going to clear it. But play with that. Cool. <laughs> Many funny. of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose. Would you be willing to explore what has already been introduced as sexual practices on this planet? What else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? Taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation. By tuning into The Pleasure Zone radio show with body whisperer Melitza Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melitza every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on A2Zen.fm. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The bars is the first class in access consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a boys class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? What does optimal cell health mean and how can you create it? Pulsed electromagnetic field therapy by Swiss Bionics can improve your well-being in every area of your life. The PEMF mat stimulates cells to move and create space between cells for optimal cell function. How does it get better than that? Use two to three times per day for eight minutes will improve circulation and immune function. Cell metabolism and repair begins, and mobility also will increase. Do you desire better health? If you're interested or would like a session, call 613-473-3805 or in Toronto. Call or text 416-253-1617. Monthly rentals start at only $300 per month. Is now the time to choose Optimal Cell Health? This is The Pleasure Zone with body whisperer Melitza Yelenich. To participate in the program today, please call us in the U.S. Call 815-880-8255-TALK. 
or Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at A2Zen.fm. You can also make the choice to ask for comment by email by sending to Melitza at MelitzaYelenich.com. Now, back to the program. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Pleasure Zone. Tonight's show is Love, Lust, and Gratitude, and my guest and friend, Christine McCaver, is on with me tonight. Oh, yeah. So we're now talking about gratitude. It's an attitude of gratitude. And what if you don't have to have an attitude with it? Just Wow, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> when, people, when people will say um, attitude of gratitude or you should have gratitude, I want to tell them all to go fuck themselves. I hear you. I used to be in a 12-step group, and it was like, have an attitude of gratitude. I'm like, you guys are a bunch of bitches. How is that working for me? It's not. I don't like any of you, you cunts. (laughs) Yay, she said my favorite word. And then I got kicked out. I got kicked out of a 12-step group that you're not allowed to be kicked out of. (laughs) Melissa, doing the impossible. I love it. That's right. Well, you know... There's when when people start putting that shit onto gratitude, they're going to start watering it down like what the word love has been watered down. But when we really when we really are in the energy of gratitude, it's like okay, if you want to get the energy of gratitude and you really don't get what Melissa and I are talking about, imagine right now that you are holding I wanna say that this is so funny, a freshly born baby. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know where the word is fresh. I love it. Freshly born baby, as opposed to one that's been freshly born. It's been washed, <laughs> but a freshly born baby, like the energy of seeing a mother or seeing a father holding a baby or a grandmother or someone, someone holding the innocence of a baby. And that energy that just pours through them of gratitude. That, for me, is the energy of gratitude. Just absolute wonderment when you're looking at someone or you're looking at at a creation or you're looking at a relationship and you're just in the energy of awe and presence and you're, you're nearly speechless. That's, to me, the energy of gratitude. just like that right there where I just went to silence there is that it's like sometimes I just get to that place where I'm just like yeah that information thank you and what do you say thanks for the information but it's more like yeah I'll I'll receive it and I'll just like spend the next 20 seconds receiving you so what if receiving people too is like a way of instead of saying thanks for the thanks just like receive it really receive it from them so you know, what a gift is that? Exactly. And like Petrina says, the Oprah kind of gratitude is different. It's like a should. Exactly. So how many shoulds do we have wrapped up in gratitude that we, if we chose to be the presence of gratitude and the receiving of gratitude and the contribution of the simultaneity of gifting and receiving gratitude with each other, with the planet, with your home, with your body, with with your bank account, with your business, with your lovers, with your friends, how much of that could we actually 
get lustful over and and feed the energy so that that starts to permeate the places and spaces in the universe where people are being so unkind, so yeah. mean, so so the energy of I'm going to kill you if I don't get what I want instead of being the energy of I'm willing to be present. I'm willing to be so so vulnerable with you and be present in receiving you that even if I stand there shaking and tears running down my face, I want you to know I'm grateful for you. And everything that brought up, <laughs> times of God's yeah. really let's destroy it and create all of that. Right, wrong, good, bad, pock, pot, all nine shirts, boys and beyonds. How many people and elites in the world are desiring this deeply within them and they are too scared to step up and say, I will have this and I will create this even if I look silly, even if somebody laughs. Because, you know, that's one of the things that you have actually been an amazing example to for me is just being present and being who I truly am no matter what. And what that has created in my life has been massive expansion. That's so cool. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. So everything that doesn't allow all of us to have more gratitude for ourselves and to expand that, let's just try and create all that. Yeah. Right, wrong, good, bad, pop, pot, online shirts, boys and beyonds. We had a comment in the back end from Petrina, and I really like this question, so I want to put it out there. Can you actually have gratitude without receiving? Um, and I'm, like, wondering, can you? Like, I really don't get that true gratitude comes with receiving. So the people are doing the grateful as a competition. Oh, yeah, well, I did my 25 grateful things today, even though I'm kind of resenting half of the things I wrote that I was exactly. grateful for. But I'm going to make my list, my Oprah list. I like that, Petrina, the Oprah gratitude is different. It's really funny. Um, we have 15 seconds left, and I would love to let everybody here know that Christine McIver has a business call on Saturday evening. You can join it. Um, you can actually find it on inspiredchoices.ca, correct? Yes. Um, Yes, and so you can sign up for that there or on uh, Facebook. Um, join Woo-hoo! it so that you can have Thank you for greater choosing joy to listen in your business. To the Pleasure Zone. <laughs> Melissa Yelenich will return next Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by choosing to be turned on and tuned in to your body.